Welcome to Awesome Season 3, the podcast where we tell you whether a movie is awesome, so-so, or meh. I'm Matt. No, I'm Matt. I'm Dave. I'm LJ. This season, we're screwing with the space-time continuum, so you don't have to. Mm. Oh. Alright, here we're back. About time we're back. Yeah. You know what? LJ did it twice, guys. In a week. Boom! Nah. How do you remember that joke from a week ago? It's ridiculous. Because it's not that good of a joke. You just say, man, it's about time we start talking about the movie. Yeah. And Slazis didn't make it back in. He's too, He's hung over from partying still. That was a long party, a full week. <laughs> it was on a yacht. A full week. <laughs> it was a full I week. heard that's the place to go when you, uh, when uh, bad things are happening. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's sale, my friends. <laughs> Listen to some Yacht Rock. Sail away, sail away. Sailing, take me away. <laughs> well, you don't really sail on a yacht, do you? No, because that would require sails. So. I don't know, but isn't sailing <laughs> without sails? Is the definition of, you know, I don't know. Yeah, sailboat has sails. Yes, but, yeah, I suppose the definition of sailing is using <laughs> sails. Otherwise, you're boating? Yeah. yeah. You're yachting. Yachting, yeah. Um, Man, they need some big sails to move a yacht. Sailing employs the wind. Mm. Uh, acting on sails, wing sails, or kites. Okay. So, uh, it, it, it it's not like a motorized. Yeah. Well, the, so motor. when you're on a cruise ship, you, you're cruising, but yeah. that doesn't sound right. I think it. I okay, think so that, what if you're on an oil tanker? What are you doing? You're you're tanking. <laughs> Or you're or, or you're an oiler. You're, you're if you're an oil tanker, you're just sitting. <laughs> if you're on an oil tanker, aren't you working? I mean, you're not you're not like on there like on a trip. You're you're working. No, I, my my point being, if, if okay, fine, that's an oil tanker. But what if you're on a container ship? Then you're you're probably working still. You're shipping. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. You actually are because you're moving one thing from one place to another. <laughs> so you're shipping products and you're working. I need a word for sailing that means on a powered boat. Boating, motor boating. <laughs> That's a different thing. <laughs> boating, boating. Yeah. I guarantee it's boating. Maybe. Right. And I do think a cruise ship. You're cruising because I mean, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna cruise around the Mediterranean. I'm gonna cruise. Yeah. So, well, uh, my thing for boating is because that's what people would refer to it if they're going to like Lake Tahoe or something. Like, they're going boating, like they're going to take their little mini, yeah, the little boats that they're going to water that's a ski. Boat, so obviously, there's what a, a crew. So yeah, I mean, I mean, what, what's the difference between a ship and a boat other than size? So it's no difference. Yachting does have an entry on Wikipedia. Refers okay. to the use of recreational boats and ships called yachts for sporting purposes. Okay. Yeah. So what is it when you're on like uh, you know the USS? <laughs> it's misery. <laughs> I was going to put you on an aircraft carrier and tell me that's shipping. <laughs> no, you're working again. You keep picking these big things that you, where you're only on it to work. By the way, Wikipedia's cruising. Cruising may refer to cruising on a cruise ship. It could also refer to driving around for social purposes, especially by teenagers. Look, man, I may not like naming uh, every grocery store outlet in corner, uh, you know, uh, mall, but I do want a word for 
traveling in a large boat that's not a yacht. By the way, cruise what's ship. it what's it called when you ride those uh, segways? Segging. <laughs> um, when when Dave inevitably dies, and probably soon. Yeah. No, um, I I want to I want to name a strip mall after him. <laughs> I want in honor of him. I wanted to be like the Dave Mildred Center. I, I wanted to make sure it has no like. Big name brands in it. It's got Radio Shack, <laughs> <laughs> dilapidated Toys R Us. It's closed. And like, like a, a Kmart, a Kmart, <laughs> uh, a bar, like a Borders, Barnes and Noble, something like that. Barnes and Noble books. And, <laughs> and I want five grabber stores. I want a Circuit City. I want I want the big name to be like Dollar Tree. <laughs> no, the big name for Dave, as seen on TV. Nice. The as seen on TV star. My first job working at and I, want, on TV. and I also wanted to have the first Spencer Gifts that's not inside a mall. Mm. There we go. That's what that's will be. It's what it's really known for. There we go. Spencer's Gift and Azumis. So, <laughs> about time. About time. Uh, you mean the time? Quick, quick plot synopsis. It's a, it's a guy and it revolves around <laughs> his life and he, he has the ability, uh, to time travel and it's a, it's like a, it's not a romantic comedy, I guess. No, it's, it's, a, a, it's, a, it's a, dr- a romantic drama. Yeah. Is it, but is it a romantic drama between fathers and sons? Between husbands and wives? Or boyfriends and girlfriends, husbands and wives? Long, you know, lovers. Uh, I think it's just, uh, I just I think, think it's, just it's a, a, drama. a drama. I think because the first half is more romance, but the second half is more just straight drama. Because, yeah. arguably, the relationship with his father is the most important relationship in the movie. Yeah. He uses the time. It's definitely close. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I can see your point. I, I, I don't know whether it's technically more important than the wife. I mean, the cover of it is Rachel McAdams and Dom Hall Gleason, so it's him and yeah, her. Yeah, but I think it's. I mean, I think it's. I think it's really him, and she plays a big role, and he plays a big role. Those are the two characters who play a big role in his life. He yeah. is obviously the driving force, and those are the two characters who play big roles in his life. By the way, did I miss out? Is there something wrong with Uncle D? Yeah. Yes. What did, what did, I missed what they said. What was? Oh the, no, they don't. Okay. They never say. They never, I mean, I know that there was something wrong. No, with, I didn't know if they all, said what was. All wrong they refer at the very beginning. All he says, like, and then we have Uncle D, who's just Uncle D. Okay. Uh, they, they, they give like because I mean, at the very beginning when his narration is describing his family. Yeah. <clears throat> his dad, his mom, his crazy sister, who he loves. And then Uncle D, who's just Uncle D. Yeah. Like, and they, he's they, always impeccably dressed. <clears throat> and that's... Eat, a, sits around and eats. Yeah. And just... And is just Uncle D. Like, they yeah. don't really, like... Okay. Yeah. Just sort of, like... I didn't know if I'd missed a line, that's all. No. No. He's his own unique, weird person. Yeah. yeah. Who's got the same disease, I think, that Dave has. Yeah. Uh, does... <laughs> do they reveal... Oh, that's way down the line. Well, yeah, let's, let's start at the beginning. Alright. He's so, told that on his 20, he's told after he turns 21, the, the new year after he turns 21, that all the men in his family from his, on his father's side, um, have the ability to travel through time. And they are able to control it as far as they go, they clench their fish, close their eyes, and think about what time they want to go in their own lives. They don't, they don't get to travel yeah. to anywhere in time. Yeah, you can't, and you can't, they can't go into the future. They can't go into the future, and they can't, and they have to, because they have to like be able to know exactly, in a sense, what what they're getting into. So, or something like that. His father explained yeah. on why they they can only really go, go play, in their yeah. own lives because it's like you can't go and. Well, this movie is very much like um, uh, a movie we'll get to later, Hot Tub Time Machine, and a, 
a movie we've already watched where it's not so much that his body goes back in time as his consciousness goes back That's in time. That's all that happens. You re-inhabit an earlier yeah. self of yours. Right, and... Um, and it's real. I mean, realistically, the overall theme of this movie is the very realistic of like, if you could go back in in your own life and change things, what would you do? Because it's not about changing crazy amount of stuff or anything like that. Well, and they they lampshade the whole um, cause, could this cause ripples in time? Because Dad straight up says, because the son starts to question, well, what about? And Dad says, oh, the butterfly effect. Don't worry, we've never seen anything come of that. Except for the fact about what children you have. Well, yes, but again, only your own life. He says we can apparently only impact our own life. Although, I did just think about something. When you go back, when he goes back in time, he inhabits his earlier body, right? That's correct. But he brings his earlier body into another thing, right? Because he goes back in time into these closets. His earlier body was not in those closets. Yes, that is definitely a glitch in the yes. story. His comedy. sister ends up in her body in there, which is fine. It wasn't something I thought about until actually just a second ago. Yeah, it's a it's a glitch in the storytelling. <clears throat> what Matt is referring to is so in order to time travel, you have to find a dark closet, close your eyes, put your hands at your side, make fists, think about the specific time you want to be at, and you will appear there. When you appear there, you don't. You inhabit your body, you your old body. You are dressed the same way the way you were at that party or that event. But that body shows up in the closet of the venue that you are at. Not always, because there's times where he's able to time travel back to. Um, I mean, there's certain. I mean, does he always appear in the same apartment or wherever he was at? Because I mean, there has to be times where he time travels back and he's. We not- never see him where he's in mid conversation. Say, for example, as fifteen year old. No, but man, I'm saying, and then all of a sudden he blinks and he realizes, no, holy crap, I'm, I'm thirty year old. Is, is there a time where he's at his apartment? Any time travels back to where he's at his house with his parents. Yes, I don't mean. That's I, what I mean. Like, I don't mean that he. he I don't mean he. He. He goes into his bedroom at, like, where he's renting that house. I'm not saying he goes... Because there is one time where he does it from there. I'm not saying he goes into there and then his younger self is magically there. But his younger self is in, like, the nearest closet. Or the nearest closet or the attic or the bathroom or whatever it is. Which would cause a problem if I'm talking to LJ and all of a sudden I disappear and I show up in a closet. Right. That's going to cause a problem in... All circumstances. Right. right. Anyways, it's a, it's a big... And it's not even really... It, like I said, it was something I actually just thought of. And, well, it's because know. my theory, once again, which I'll get to again at the end, is when movies are interesting enough, you it's sometimes care. easy to overlook glitches in the yeah. time travel system because you're just more like, oh, this is an interesting concept. Or I like this. I Like, yeah. you're willing to like, okay, well, I mean, because once again, nothing to be yeah. perfect when it comes to time travel, so... The, the alternative would be like him having a conversation, like him going to the past and having a conversation, and him going like... Whoa, and then like you see on his face yes. becoming like self aware of something like, Oh, alright, here I am. <laughs> yeah. So, so his dad gives him this explanation and uh he says, What are you gonna do with it? And at first he talks about money and dad's like, Oh, that's a That's what that's what Uncle So and so did. Yeah, it could and be his a problem. Life was miserable. And then he said, Okay, then I'm gonna go for a girlfriend. And his dad's Well he, like, he gives a couple of different things he would do and his dad says to both of those, Don't do those do something that really you really want to do that's going to make, make your life Make your better. life, like, this would make you enjoy life more. Because, yeah. I mean, his dad pretty much said, <clears throat> his dad pretty much, like, wrote off, like, don't just try to get rich. That's what your uncle did, and he, and he was miserable. 
Right. And like he's like, but then you don't have to work, and the dad pretty much is like, but work, like, do you really want to be someone who never has to, like, work? Work, because it's one of those things with, like, which makes sense, because, like, if you're, if you're on, I mean, if you're only 20, whatever, 21, 22, and you never have to work your whole life, that life's probably be very boring after a while. When or very dangerous. I mean, look at, unfortunately, child stars, rock stars, whoever, mm-hmm. that get handed almost, in a sense, unlimited cash. Your life can go, it can go well, it can, right. especially, but it can also go very, especially those, very especially those actors. I mean, especially those child-like actors or, or rock stars or athletes whose careers end early, where, you know, all of a sudden it's like, it's, I mean, obviously if you're one of those things and you keep working, you're always still working. Yeah. Right. But if you are one of those and all of a sudden it's like, oh, there's nothing going on. It's why I say that one of the causes of the downfall of our civilization is child labor laws. Because if we had the kids working, we would have these roving street gangs. These little damn urchins always begging for money. <laughs> damn urchins. Yeah. Yeah. Um, kids should be working, I say. So if yeah. you can walk, you can work. So what, what I already like about this movie from the, from this point is that he... It feels just so light-hearted because, I mean, this kid is... I mean, he's not a kid, but I mean, he's a young guy. And he's given pretty much... So you can time travel. What do you do? Get a girlfriend. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, and it's just funny. Like that's you know what that's my goal. Um, and his reaction, I actually thought, uh, paying attention to it because I've seen this movie a few times. Paying attention, to it, I was like, his reaction is really genuine. He's like, "Dad, you're full of crap, man." Yeah. He's like, "No, I'm not." And, and then the dad's like, "Go upstairs and try it." He's like, "Well, when I go and do this, and I'm going to come down and like pretty much like be angry with you after I'm done holding my breath for ten or whatever. I mean, whatever yeah. he says, like." Yeah, this is bogus, but whatever, Dad, you're being... And the dad's like, like, well, I mean, when you go do it, he's like, I'm not going to... Like, I'm going to only do it because you told me to, and I'm going to be mad when I find out you're just joking about this, because you have to be joking about this, because why would I believe that I could time travel? Yeah, so it works. He teleports back to New Year's Eve, where he failed to kiss a girl and gave a really awkward handshake instead, and this time he gives her a big old kiss. Yep. And she says thank you to him. Yes. And pretty much... Then he realizes it, and then his whole goal for the summer is to get with Margot Robbie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah one of her early uh, parts. Maybe her first part, I don't know. Yeah, so he he awkwardly has this semi-relationship with her because she's visiting his sister, mm-hmm. and at the end of the summer says, hey, so you want a date? And she's like, you should have come to me at the beginning of the summer. This is last minute. And so he's like, oh, it's the beginning of the summer, huh? Time travels back. It's closer to the... It's A month has passed so far. He's like, so, how about you and I date? Or something to that effect. And she says, you should ask me the last night of summer. Although, I, here's what I said. I said this to my wife. I said, you know, because we don't know if he tried it again, right, on the very last night. Yes. He could have... That actually... It might have worked. If he had reapproached her at the end after he planted a seed... I and, think and, I, I think he did only because the lesson he seemed to learn for after that summer was no matter what you tried to I mean we might have seen a retent yeah. because that's really not the main story like Margaret Robbie's right. I mean yeah a nothing type of yeah. she comes back later in the movie but, but right. for also for like yeah. more of a realization than a real yeah. story plot I, I because after that he comes with the idea of like you cannot make you could you turn yeah. you can't make people fall in love with you yeah all, all my point was was that like. He says it to her at the end. She goes, oh, you should go back to the beginning. He goes back to the beginning, and she's kind of flirty with him, and she's like, oh, well, come back and talk to me at the end of summer. So conceivably, with him having said that at the beginning of the summer, that maybe would have caused her to kind of look at him differently. 
And then at the end of the summer, if he'd gone back into her, she might have been like, yeah, you know what? Let's do that. But I think the movie... No, they they weren't concerned about that. All I was saying was, like, maybe that would have... Well, my argument, argument, argument too, would be... The the first time he does at the end, the the last, you know, the night before she leaves or whatever, is, oh, you should have told me earlier we could have actually made something of it. And then he does go earlier, and she's like, oh, well, talk to me at the end of the summer. Like, one of those things was like... Well, you said originally that you want to make something of it. You know who yeah. has a similar... I think she was honestly... It, she was giving them bullshit because she just wanted... She was not interested in... Yeah, yeah, she was letting him down. I, I think that's what he realized. I think Both ways. Both ways. Right. Like, uh, how do you ask me later? Mm-hmm. Oh, you should have asked me earlier. Oh, well, bye. Like, You know his sister kind of follows a similar trajectory? Uh, in that uh, she's got that bad boyfriend. Yes. And we'll get into what happens to her. Uh-huh. But... Um, uh, when he changes it, she gets interested in his buddy. Yes. And then, for reasons that we'll talk about in a second, she ha- he has to go back and change it back. Yes. And then, so then she stays with the guy, and then uh, the the thing happens, the accident happens, and then he kind of goes like, oh, you should think of my friend, he's always liked you. Yes. And then, that's in her ear, and then she thinks about it, and then she but, goes But, but see, I think that still falls into the realm so it's just of... A- the realm of you can't make people fall in love with you because right. obviously in other versions they were no, but what they, I mean is, they got together anyway because yeah. Margot Robbie comes back later and is like let's do this let's have sex basically she's like let's yeah. let's bump and I just mean his sister's story kind of follows a similar thing to hers like later on yeah. she's like hmm all right come on into my um, hotel or apartment or wherever I she's think, saying yeah I think it's just it's just a little bit of a parallel that's and all. by the way. That particular scene, let's talk about that for a second. Margot Robbie shows back up in the picture, and he's, uh, what, five, eight years have passed? I think about three or four. About three. Okay, so he had this intense desire for her, because she was his sister's really hot and sexy friend, and he never got anywhere with her. He was the first girl who broke his heart or something. Yeah, and all of a sudden she's like, sleep with me tonight. And you know that this movie is a nice, he's, they portray him very nicely. Yeah. When he has basically unlimited power to both sleep with her and, and then not. act like it never happened. Well, both sleep with her and not sleep with her. Yeah. But, but you will say, he does a good job at this point of deciding yeah. what he wants to do. And I mean, when, let's put it this way. I mean, he's obviously, no, it just shows that he's a more moral guy who, yes, he has this power, but more like not moral, but like moral. moral. Yeah, but I mean, more, but not even just that. Where it's like, but do I even want to? Like, even though she might never know, do I want to do this to well, my girlfriend? Also, right. also, it, even more so than moral, because her um, come on to him, yeah. come in and have sex, is what makes him realize that he wants to marry his girlfriend. Yes, he wants to marry Mary. Yeah. So it's even more so than just like this moral choice, which it is, yeah. and showing what a nice and moral guy he is. Mm-hmm. It's the thing that caused him to go like, oh, and face the opportunity to sleep with this girl that I, you know, she's, yeah, my, whatever. Um, yeah. I want to marry, I love my girlfriend. I want to marry her and spend the rest of my life right. with her. Yeah. So. I mean, it does not go Bill Murray in Groundhog Day and. I'm sleeping with the whole town. That's right. Male and female and badger. Yeah. I know. What, what a... I mean... I mean, what a poor guy, too. He had to choose between Margot Robbie and, and Rachel, Rachel McAdams. McAdams. I mean... <laughs> ugh. 
Well, with that fringe, man, I don't know. <laughs> and he's a ginger. Yeah. yeah, he is a ginger. He's a much, but he's much better than you are. Yes, <laughs> I feel like this movie is um, not well known, but I feel like the acting in quality is uh, the actors and the. Well, wait a minute. It I was mean, directed by the guy who directed Love, actually. Right, but I mean, compared, I was gonna say compared to the guy who made the movie, it's probably one of his lesser known movies between Love, Actually, Bridget Jones' Diary, stuff like that. Yeah, I feel like it's less I mean, well known. But I feel like the quality of you, you, you mentioned Rachel McAdams, uh, the, the, the ginger, the dad. I feel like it's, it's chock full of excellent actors and is less well known. It only made $15 million on a 12 million, in America, on a $12 million budget. IMDb doesn't, uh, list, IMDb doesn't list what it made worldwide or in, Wikipedia in America. Yeah. Um, was this, I mean, Based on the... 87 million worldwide. Wow. IMDb so. Pro. But I mean, that's on, a, on a $12 million budget, that's pretty good. Yes. Yeah, but I mean, but, it's still... But I mean, that's also... I mean, how much of... I mean, obviously, you're trying to break it down, but how much of that is the UK because it's a UK well, movie? Well, 15 million right. of it was here, so that means the other 62, 72... Right. ...was worldwide and probably Britain. Not, yeah. not like... Not necessarily um, Ireland or whatever, but maybe. Yeah. Might maybe have been just because, yeah. I mean... You have a lot. Of, you have British actors, British yeah. ma- filmmaker. You have. I mean, it's a British movie. Yeah. So you have. Uh, so I mean, I don't. I mean, let me see if it won any awards. Um, like BAFTAs, which is so like anyway. So, so anyway, so so after that summer with Margot Robbie, we'll sort of backtrack a little bit to him getting his girlfriend. He, yeah. He him and his he goes and lives with this crazy guy, which I don't. Okay, my okay. Let's talk about this crazy guy right now. This crazy roommate he has. His father's friend, who's a playwright, right? Who's, who's in, insane? Who's insane? <coughs> yet he still keeps him around as a friend during this whole damn movie. Like, yeah. well, the guy becomes a little bit more pleasant, at least to him, once he has a success. Yes, but it's uh, still one of those things where it's like right. he's not that likable. Um, but uh, he lives with him. Um, that him and his. Uh, Buddy, I forget which buddy he takes goes on the double date with, or they go they go to the the, the Eddie in the Dark restaurant. Yeah, right. Yeah, him and his him and his uh, Work childhood friend. friend. The childhood. I think childhood he was his childhood friend because right? he that's the one who has always loved his sister. Right, right. And then they um they end up in the dark talking to Rachel McAdams and her friend. Yes, and they don't know, and they finally get out, and that's when he realizes he. Really likes, likes this her, girl. and like they, they they trade numbers and all of this stuff, and it seems like stuff's gonna kick off. Yes. He goes back to his, his the room he's renting from this guy, and the guy is very distressed that his play has bombed because the lead actor forgot his line for a half an hour in the play. People sat there. That might be an exaggeration, but he said right. it was the worst dry spell in the history of any dry spell ever. And so he goes, I can. Thinking to himself, I can fix this. He goes back in time, goes to the play, makes sure it turns out well, and uh, it does. And the guy's a rave success. And then he's like, "Great, I fixed that problem. Now let me get back to this girl that I met." And his number's not her number's not in his phone anymore because he never he helped the because the play and the date were the same night. Yes, he and fixed. so because he chose to help the, his roommate out with the play. He never went on that date, and all of a sudden, which I mean, is a, I think it's one of those things where it's not a huge thing, but I think it's one of those things teaching us, teaching us and him, 
about how his time travel works. Like, okay, you chose you chose to do this instead. Now that meant you never met Mary, right? Originally, an interesting choice. He doesn't go back and correct it, so he's still not. He's not. I'll use the gaming term min maxing. He's not making every day perfect. Where, like, you know, Groundhog Day, Bill Murray would have been like. Now he does in some times. He makes a little mistake and goes back and fixes it. Right. But sometimes, like when he first met Dad's crazy old friend, and who's who he's going to live with, he walks in and the crazy friend's like, "You interrupted me in the most vital time of my life," and you don't see him go back and like. I'll wait around the corner, I'll go grab a beer at the pub, and then I'll come knock on his door half an hour later, and it won't be such a vital time. You don't see him correct little things. And you don't see him correct, I missed a chance to meet the love of potentially my life. Right. He, he decides, you know what, I have this power, I can just move forward, bump into hers, try to meet her somewhere else, and just keep yeah. working at it that way. And because I already know all this information about her, we'll just see if it helps me. Yeah. And... Like we learned in the summer, you can't make people fall in love with you. Well, he already knew that this girl had a thing for him. She liked him. So all he had to do really was sort of weasel his way in there. Yeah, so he... And stuff would start... I mean, or at least they would get back to where they were after that first night they met. Yeah. So he goes to a... a, a, Kate Moss exhibit. A Kate Moss exhibit, knowing (laughs) that she loves Kate Moss. He sees her there... He acts really awkward. He goes there like day after day for I don't know how no, long. No, I think he just sits there for the no, entire he, day. No, his outfit changes. Oh, shut up. They did They did like one of those like fast, uh, you know, where they speed up time. Oh, yeah. Show. No, I did there are parts where they show him and his, where he's wearing a jacket. I thought he wearing... just took off the jacket. No, he yeah. like is there for days. Because yeah. it's, it's probably one of those things where it's like, oh, it's open from, you know, Wednesday to Sunday. And okay. he's probably just there waiting for her to eventually walk in. So, uh, hey, well, he's a time cowboy. He's got all the time in the world. So he uh, he he meets her. <laughs> he's really awkward because he knows her, but she doesn't know him from anyone. And I, okay, I will say this: so he's super awkward and stalkerish, and then I love how he decides to change again, but he still doesn't make himself less that much less awkward. Like it's not like he becomes like super smooth after like trying it, like multiple times. Like he's still like very like awkwardly like the thing that the way that uh, he the uh, only time he makes himself less awkward if you will is the three times they have sex on their first night yes well I would say so he meets her he he, he tries to get something going it's not going and then she says oh my boyfriend's here realizes you didn't have a boyfriend when we met uh, she says oh we've only been going out a week so he's like, when did you meet? Exactly. What time? What I'm place? a visual person. I like to think about it. <laughs> yeah. So he gets the exact time of their meeting and shows up a half an hour before that and swoops in and takes her before she meets his And boyfriend. then as they're walking out, the guy passes and he like makes uh, some comment. Like, oh, like, what a dillweed yeah. or whatever he says. Like. <laughs> but what's funny is, I thought he was actually smooth at that point. He goes, your face says you're not enjoying this party at all. Why don't we? Why don't we make a night of this one? He also quotes her quote about about um, Kate, Kate Moss. Moss. Yeah, and he and he also refer. He also quotes himself and has said somewhat from the when they the night they first originally meet outside of the eating in the dark restaurant where he says like where he talks about her face and all of that yeah. like yeah you know he sort of reuses that those lines. He knows again. some things that seem to work on her, so he. Uses but I'm those. saying like it's not like he becomes. Very, he's still not Bill Murray esque. Where Bill Murray would just become the coolest badass yeah. dude. He's still very nerdy, tripping over himself, trying to do this. Even though he's tried three times, now he's just not as horribly awkward. He's just slightly awkward now. Yeah, like 
Like, that's all he usually gets to. He's like, anomaly slightly awkward. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Speaking of that, when later when he meets Margarab, we already talked about this a lot, he meets her with her girlfriend, and uh, he's like, oh, you're gay. Thank goodness. I, I never considered... That was on her. Uh, okay, that's fine. But what was funny was, yeah. even after he was like, oh, uh, I'll correct myself... And then he's like, thank goodness you didn't say... You sh- you yeah, rather than just avoid the topic altogether, he's like, he like self-corrects himself like a normal person would almost, where it's like, I mean, because the first time he's like, oh, I'm here with my girlfriend. Oh, you're gay? I didn't know you were gay. What? What are you talking about? Oh, let me redo that. Oh, I'm here with my girlfriend. Oh, you better watch it. Some people might think that you were gay. Oh, what's wrong with being gay? I'm gay. Well, all right, let's, uh... <laughs> like, so then he's like, then he's like, I'm just not going to be with her at all. Yeah. So, yeah, that was, that was, he he gives up. He's like, I can't seem to stop and, butchering and, things. And it's probably just like, is it really worth it? I'm done. But then he, but then she sees him after that. Yeah. And that's where And, that, and then too. his friend kind of, he's like, Shh, don't say anything. Like his friend gets, <laughs> yes. puts his foot in his mouth. Yeah. Um, later, so... Anyway, so he does establish a relationship with his love. And she asks him to walk her back to her car, which is miles away in front of her apartment. Yeah. And then they go away. But that that's the time he does use it to make himself better. Yeah. The three there are three sexual experiences in the uh in the I don't know why I said experiences, but the three times they have sex in that night. Yeah. The, so he has awkward sex, then he has awesome sex, and she's like, You can only have one he, they're both exhausted. This was great, and she and he's like, "Man, that was great." And she's like, "What do you mean it was great? Like we could do this again." So, yeah. well, he goes back a third time, and then that's when they're on the floor. Yes, he goes back a third time and probably does her six way from Sunday. Yeah, because he like he goes and he's like, "I couldn't wait any longer." She was like putting on her pajamas. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, "I couldn't wait any longer," and he pounces, and, 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 and then they end up on the floor. And then and and she, that's when she's like, "You want to go again?" And he's like. And his, which is he's like, I got the best sleep of my night. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, oh, sleep already? Which is just great yeah. because it means a fun little joke because we know he's already done this three times. He's done. <laughs> he's out. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And then, uh, they, you know, their life moves on. They meet her parents. Um, he doesn't correct. She says, whatever you do, don't mention that we're having oral sex. And he's like, that's weird, how would that come up? And he does it right away. <laughs> but that, I, that one no. I think was on her because she like no, blurts out that he's living there. Yeah, because he's like, are we living together? What's, what's our story? No, we're not living together, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden he opens the door and she just starts like, uh, he lives here. He does? But don't worry, we're not having oral sex. What? <laughs> what? I'm like, but I mean, I love the, I like the fact that he lives in his, like, that he doesn't try, like like I said he doesn't try to make everything perfect he just knows like okay is that worth really correcting we'll find out like yeah basically he's like I'm just gonna fix first impressions well he's gonna fix fix dramatic things well we we'll yeah. find out soon he's gonna try to and we'll see we'll talk about what happens yeah so um, it's after that that he meets he runs back into Margot Robbie and decides when she propositions him he decides I want to marry Mary and, and goes, goes and proposes to and her proposes to right. Her. So they get married, they have a, a crazy wedding, wedding. a he, wedding in a tropical storm practically. And he asks, would you She's want, also pregnant. Yeah. Yes. And he asks if you would want to get married on a different, a not on wet day. And she goes, no, I love it. Because you can tell he's probably thinking, I could go back in time and we could change the day we're doing this. That way it's not, our wedding isn't. Right. Windy, wet and windy were, you know, the tent and where everything is just blowing all over the place. Everybody I mean, was having a great time. It's, it's literally practically in the middle of a typhoon. I've never seen people laugh so much getting soaked in my life. 
Yeah. Um, he, but interestingly, so he's like, okay, we won't change the wedding day so that we're, it's still the typhoon. But when his best man speech start happening, he's, he, he goes back, changes best man to a different guy, changes best man to a third guy, changes best man all the way till it's his dad. And then his dad goes back and redoes his speech. <laughs> Cause he didn't say I love you. Yeah. So, um, and then, uh, then they have their first kid. Mm-hmm. And uh, gets to. By the way, the first kid is a girl. Correct. Oh, Posey. Right. Um, do we know the sex of the second kid? I think it's a boy. I think it's a boy. Okay, because obviously, if it's a boy, he's going to have time travel. Yes. Ability. But um. So yeah, it's the first kid's birthday. The second birthday, correct? First birthday. Oh, was it? Mm-hmm. Okay. And they're waiting for different guests to arrive, and especially the sister, um, who's not there yet. And when the sisters. Boyfriend that she's had the whole movie. Yes. Who's a they're like making out at the uh, initial New Year's party. They're on off again. He's not. He a, cheats on her a bunch. He cheats on her. He's not. It's not like he's abusive, he but he's emotionally abusive yeah. in a sense. He's not like. Yeah, it's just like he just isn't committed in the relationship. Right. Um, so he shows up at the party saying, "I kind of expected her here because we, we got in a fight, and she was drinking. She was drinking, and then all of a sudden he's like, I'm." worried now that she's not here. Yes. So they find out she's at the hospital and go running off and she's been in a car accident. Uh, bruised up, but thankfully looks okay. I yeah. mean, it yeah. Is, she, got hit, she got in a car accident because she was drinking and driving in a sense. Yeah. Um, Which, based on her injuries, it is kind of weird that he went back and changed it. No. He knew that a life where she would be so unhappy. Oh, that's true. He does take her back further. He says, I want you yeah. to have a different life. Yeah, he Not one it. where you would end up drinking and driving and causing this turmoil. Right. So he, like, he originally first just goes back just to bring her to the party. Yeah. But then she's still drunk and a mess at the party. Right? No. What? No, she isn't. He takes her back to the party. She beats up the guy and, like, takes off or whatever. Yeah, she punches him. And then run and then runs out of the room, and he goes, "Okay, let's see if that was enough to change your whole life based on you." And never... she gets into a relationship with his friend. Yeah, so it teleports. So it it shows them going back in time. She doesn't meet with him, and then no, he no, moves no. I'm, on. Saying, I'm saying there's one time where he just goes and just stops her from getting the car accident. No. Yes, he brings her to the party, and she's drunk. Oh yeah, he does bring her to the party, and she's drunk. Oh okay. And then, I don't know at what point, I don't remember then at what point he goes all the oh, way. Oh, he meets with his wife, and they're like, what are we going to do about this? Yes, and that's yes, what it is. That's, that's what it right. is. And they go, well, I mean, it just, she needs to decide not to drink, she needs to decide not to be with Jimmy, and then it's like, well, maybe yeah. she doesn't need to decide all of that. Like, that's right, because the, yeah. the first initial thing is he just stops over and gains the accent, he drives her to the party, she's wasted the whole time out of... A child's birthday party. She won't eat the cupcakes. She's drinking wine while everyone's drinking punch, and right. they know that her life is in a downward spiral. Yeah, right. So, and so that's when he goes. They go all. He takes her, which we didn't know he could do. Yes, he didn't. I don't think he even knew. He, I think he was kind of like, let's see, let's give this a try. And they go all the way back to the party from the very beginning, the New Year's party where he right. where she first meets Jimmy. Yeah, she punches Jimmy, and he brings her all the way back to the future. And all life has changed. She's now boyfriend. She's boyfriend with the, or she's dating his buddy. His buddy, and he goes back home like, "Oh wow, I fixed this." Which, and then this is honestly the part that would trip me up the most. Yeah, is that he goes to see where his little daughter is, and it's a boy. Yes, and it's like so he immediately goes to his dad 
and says, what's up with time travel and the sex of my child has changed? And dad says, yeah, once you, once the one sperm is met with the one egg, if you go back in time and change things behind that time, then the baby will come out different. So then presumably he goes back and doesn't yeah, because we see we see her get in the car accident. Yeah, so he, he goes, goes back and doesn't change a thing. He goes back and prevents that change. So then she meets Jimmy, has the car accident, and him and his wife say, "We're just going to stay with you from this point forward." Which, which I do like in that it, this starts. This is what I like about this time travel movie, in a sense, is that it starts showing you can't make everyone's lives perfect. You have to deal with some stuff just because you have to deal with it. Yeah, like only because of this child loophole. <laughs> yeah, but this way. Yeah, but still. But I mean, it makes sense. But I'm saying, like, if you try to make everyone's life perfect, it's going to have effects on your own life somewhat. Right. And not that it's not worth it, but, you know, you start having a way that, like, I mean, obviously for a father, they're not going to say, I mean, yes, it's not like it's been their, an eight-year-old kid, but still, you spend a year with this kid, you're like, no, oh, that's my kid. You're yeah, not take, you're not taking those memories or those. Oh hell away. no, hell no, no! I, yeah. I totally get it. I, I I just well, and I think what it shows too is that I mean I like the fact that like he he can try to fix things in his own life somewhat, but trying to fix other people's lives is you can't. I think it sort of goes through the idea of like you can't force people to change, right? Because in a sense, the best thing for his sister really was for them to just be those supporters to make her change. Yeah, not for her to realize that she needed she needed to, to do it on her own. Yeah, and not which she does. She goes, I can't. I gotta stop drinking, and I can't be with Jimmy. And then she eventually yeah. does change, which is awesome. Yeah, and that's when he tells her, "Hey, you know what? You should think about my friend. Whatever he's loved you since, or he's liked you, or whatever since we were kids, or yeah. whatever." But he does remember. He does make the playwright successful. Yeah, well, he makes that one play work. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, all he does is really... He doesn't make the playwright successful because the playwright's play was... I mean, as written, it was great. All he does is nudge the one actor to remember his lines. And so the other actor... Which made the play successful, otherwise it was a bomb. Well, yes, but I mean, it wasn't like he gave the playwright all these brand new tools said like, oh, you need to do this or that or the other. He just saw where the issue was and kind of nudged it. And it was a more simple issue than... His sister's downward spiral of, I mean, obviously, yeah, she's become an alcoholic. I mean, there's obviously other things that she's overcome, right? And 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 it would had a greater impact on his life because then she starts dating his his buddy, which then probably impacts their hanging out more, yeah, which changes like everything. Well, his changing the playwright almost sunk him. Oh yes, you know that had a that almost yeah. had a significant impact on yeah, his life. and that's what rolls back to what Dad said. You know, do do what makes you happy because if if he spent his whole life trying to perfect everyone else's life, he would never be able to live his own. Because mm-hmm. you'd be like, oh, you tripped and scuffed your knee. Let me teleport back and make sure you don't right. trip. Oh no, this waitress is having a bad day. Let me teleport back and right. fix her. Like you said, and you'd you'd be you'd be Superman, right. but never have a life of your own. Right. Which is why I like the sort of the the lesson that this movie slowly works towards, which is you know. Hold on, hold on. No, I'm just saying, like, but you start learning that, like, he has to worry about what makes him happy and what, and focus on what things really make him happy. Because it's not, like, as Dad already said in the beginning, it's not going to be making sure your life is perfect. It's just, well, find those things that make you happy and working on those. Right. And so, I think he starts to realize, I mean, at this point, he starts to realize, I mean, he's already realized Rachel McAdams makes him happy. 
his his kid or kids makes him happy. His sister being safe makes him happy. But obviously, you know, maybe the best way to do that was just me and Mary, him and Mary, working through that with her together rather than rewriting Never her history. Never leaving her side at yeah. the hospital. You know, and, and just realizing, like, okay, I could, these things make, you know, his, his friends... You know, being with his friends and make him happy. But, like, there are certain things where he's like, okay, but I don't need to make everyone's lives perfect. We could still be happy. Yeah. The ups and downs could still make us happy. Yeah. It's sort of where I feel like he's, this movie's heading towards. Yeah. So, um... Now, the, then she decides, let's have a second kid, right? No, he pushes for the second kid. Okay. She's like, <laughs> I don't want to have another kid. She I, pushes for the third. It's her idea for the third. Yeah, the second, they have a second kid... Yes. Um, and then... And, and life goes on. Um, and the, my favorite part is when... Okay, so they have two kids. They're, they're a family, a nor- normal life. She she reads for a living. We didn't talk about her career, but she's... Uh, Wait, he's, a, he's a lawyer. She reads for a living. Yeah, she's yeah. like an editor or something. Or not even an editor, but something. Because she has... There's that one scene where she's trying all these dresses to meet a world-renowned author. I think she's meeting Ian McEwan, who is who wrote Atonement. If you've ever seen a right. film with Kira Knightley, right? Because I think she says that when the when the book gets messed up, she says something like, "Mr. Me, how am I going to explain this to Mr. McEwan?" So I think it's supposed no, to be. No, please Ian tell me that he does teleport back and fix that. I don't no, think he does. That's because when he gets a phone call. That's when he gets a phone call, which is why I like this part. He says, "So he's up there dealing with what every man has dealt with before: is their wife." Or their girlfriend try on multiple clothes, and then having really—I mean, most husbands, other than being able to tell extremely obvious poor choices, are going to be like, "That looks fine." Really, I just don't think this green looks good. It's like, okay. Well, he even makes that mistake. Oh boy, he's like, "Oh, I like that dress. That's that was the one you just had on, right?" And she's like, "No, they're completely different." He's like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. yeah. So there's this... and so and all of a sudden it's like, "Hey, where's where's Posey? I left her downstairs this whole time." Was Did the door you the office door open? And he goes, uh, and they go down and they find that the whole manuscript is just painted on, shredded, which he, I like, points out that, like, I didn't even know she had to use this. See, she's <laughs> smart. And then, like, um. And his goal, his intention is, he's like, he, he oh, I'm gonna step out for a minute. Like, no, not telling me how we're gonna fix this. Can I, I just need to go to the bathroom. Oh, I'm feeling sick. No, you're not leaving this room until you tell us, and he, cause he, he, he wants to go back in time and just, you know, somebody's able to shut that door. Yes, but then literally goes, all he would need is just for his wife not to see him disappear in front of her face. Right. Yeah. All he really needs to do is just get out, do it, shut the door, or somebody else bring the kid up with him, or something like that. Yes, that's all he needs to do. But then he gets the phone call that his dad has cancer. Right. And so they, we never think that he goes back because right then, for for him and Mary, the manuscript doesn't mean shit anymore yeah. because oh, it's your dad's dying. Yes. Okay. And, so and a very short time to live, he finds out. Yeah, so he's, he, he goes to his dad, and obviously they both know that they have time travel, so he's like, you know, how many times have we had this conversation? And then he says, Dad, how long do you have? And he's like, oh, I don't know. He's like, seriously, Dad, you know, P.S., I know you have time travel, how long do you have? And he's like, weeks, right? Yeah, a couple yeah. weeks. Yeah. And then he, I mean, he, and he, I mean, like, times, like, when him and his dad talk, it's fun since they both know they have it. I mean... He even says, like, how many times have we had this conversation? He's like, a few. This is the best answer to give you. Like, sort of, like, realize, like, you can tell the dad had this conversation two or three times with his son and realized just being honest or just doing this is the best. And he's like, what could we have done to change it? And he says, oh, I should have stopped smoking when I was a kid, but your mom thought I was such a sexy smoker. And then, and then he says, and then we had you guys and I couldn't go back and change it. Right. 
So he, he stopped smoking as soon as he could, but he couldn't teleport back to the very earliest part of his life and have never smoked because then his kids would have different outcomes. Right. So, um, and he says, but it did allow me to go back and retire at 50 and spend all my time with you. Because at the beginning, they talk about, because uh, at the beginning of the movie, our main character is talking about his family and what they do, and his dad just sits around and reads, right? No, I mean, his dad takes part in his life. He's not absentee. Yes. But that's what his dad loves to do. His dad just will reads. sit around and read, and they do all these other fun things together. And so you find out that at the point his dad found out he had cancer, he just traveled back to when he was 50, and retired, relived. and just relived his life. Yeah. Relived his life knowing that, like, oh, I only have... 20 years now, or 10 I years. Think, yeah, I only have 15, you know, 12 years. You know what? Might as well retire. We can live for 12 years off of that. And I'd rather spend those 12 years with my kids playing and having a good time and being with my family than yeah. not. Knowing that I'm going to die at, pick a number, 60, yeah, 65, right. whatever it was. Right. So, um, so, son, you know, life moves on still. Yep. Um, the, the funeral comes. And during the funeral, son says, I need to step out away from the funeral. And he transports back and talks to his dad and has some time with his dad. And then they have the funeral. And then son can now go back. This is a interesting concept in this time travel thing. Son can go back and spend time with his dad whenever he wants. Because dad is not dead in the past. But they all have to be after the birth of his two kids. No. He yes. Can, you just can't change anything. Definitely not. Well, no, no, no. But he purposely only goes back. He goes back to that, like, weekend or weekly right. stay. Because you can tell from um, Bill, uh, whatever his name Nye. Yeah, not Bill. Is it Bill? Yeah. So Bill Nye, the science guy's face, that um, that he's at that sick, more of that sickly end. Because they do make him look a little sicker at the end. But the reason I think he does, that he can't go back before that, is because once his third child is conceived... He ha- he goes. This is my last time coming back because um, he doesn't want to change. But anything. then, okay, well, I agree. But then they immediately right, wait, wait, hey, break. Hey, hey, let's not get there yet. All right. Yeah, so, there 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 was some of the stuff that I was like at the end. It's kind of like all right. You've kind of thrown the maybe you've thrown the rules out the window. You have to, yeah. so that you can have the anyway. He, so he has wonderful times with his dad. Yeah, and, the, and, the, and they just play. They play ping pong and they just chit chat. And he goes to this, and it seems like he just goes back to this time whenever he misses his dad. Yeah. So he has this opportunity, which, I mean, any of us who've lost someone would love to be able to go back in time and see someone again. It's a, I mean, I'm cool. <laughs> good job. The The robot says he's cool. The emotion, emotionless hack over here. I like to think of myself as a soulless ginger. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway. So, yeah. So he goes, and, and then time moves on. And now, wife says, let's have a third kid. And this is one of those things where he now has to decide to move on from his dad. In yeah, a sense. if I have this kid, uh, I can never see my dad again once it's born because uh, that would be constitute a change. By me going back and seeing my dad, it could constitute a change. Therefore, my kid would turn out different. So, he, uh, the night... The, the baby's basically on the way. She's probably going to give birth within a day or two, or even that night. He teleports back to his dad again. To time they're playing table tennis. Yeah. His dad wins table tennis, and he, what's my prize? And he says, I want a kiss from you, dad. And he's like, what? 
that's weird. And he's like, no, seriously. And his and dad realizes. <clears throat> this is the last time I will ever see my son, because I'm dead in the future, and my son, the son can't travel back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, in the same breath, he says, I know I'm never going to see you again. And then he says, Dad, is there anything I can do for you? And Dad says, let's teleport back to when you were eight. Uh, he doesn't say that exactly, but let's teleport back. And I want to go for like a walk. I, I want to go for a walk. And he's like, we can't do that. He says, I bet if we don't change a thing. He says, I know it's breaking the rules. But if we don't change anything, there shouldn't be any consequences. So him and his dad teleport back to when he's about eight. And they have this nice little summer day playing in the ocean water. And I think he's pretty accurate that they don't change anything because it's a time when it was just him and his dad out at the water. Yeah, I, I, they don't I assume they don't was, interact with anyone. I assume that they just went back to a time that they had gone on that walk. Yes, and so they 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 don't interact with anyone. They can't really change anything as long as they don't change, you know, their own emotions or any decision making happens. And, yeah. it seems, and it seems like they went back to a thing that was normal for them at that time. It wasn't yeah. like, you know, right. So. And then it, it basically at this point, I think that's kind of the final moment. No, sorry. Dad says, I want to reveal to you the true secret of time travel. And I was actually thinking, oh, wow, this is going to be something really remarkable. It is, but also it's not. Because I thought it was going to be like, you can teleport back to hundreds of years ago. Or you, you can, it was something going to be. You really something. thought that's the way this movie was going? No, I, I just. I mean, you watched this I, movie up till this point and what? you thought. I'll give her a real, real secret. Ready for a sci-fi movie? True. Here's how you. Here's how you win the bracket and get a billion yeah. dollars for more Buffett. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was saying, it's like what? I, I guess for, for, a, for a second there, I was like, uh, I was kind of like hyped, like, oh my gosh, there's going to be a really cool secret to this, even though I had seen the movie before. Well, and I mean, this movie is slowly getting. It's about a time traveler who slowly, slowly stops using time travel to affect his own life as time goes on. Yeah. So Dad says, "Here's the true secret." Go through life as as a normal man. Enjoy, have every day happen as it happens. Then teleport back and redo every single day. Do it knowing the outcome and just enjoying the day for what it is. Without the stress, without the worry. And you can really go back and, and have a lot more meaningful day because you already know how it's going to turn out. And he right. does it for a while. And you right. kind of what, see, what, what, what changes that? He just He just matures. Okay. As life goes on. That's kind right. of the, the very end of the movie. He, he's right. like, he gets to move on the moment. Right, because it was a, yeah, and it shows him he lives this normal day. I mean, yeah, there's the tension of like, oh, does, do they beat, do they win their court case? Does this happen? Does this happen? His, his weirdo buddy gets like chewed out by a client, right. and then he like writes dick on the. Right, and so he goes back and relives it, have just having more fun with his, in that moment. Yeah. Not necessarily worrying, not having the stress of life on him as much. He as, doesn't get annoyed with other subway passengers. Yeah, yeah. he just sort of learns how to just enjoy the moment. Yeah, and then, he just becomes a better person, too, so, you know, he pays attention to people around him more. And, yeah. and then it sort of starts at the end, he wakes up, break, you know, his wife's like, oh, I got the kid, I gotta get the kids ready, he's like, oh, I'll take care of the kids, and it sort of just shows him, and then he monologues over himself, saying, like, I even did, took it one step further than my dad. I just stopped using it in general, and just try to make the most of my day, every day, every moment, like, just be right. in... Be present and in that moment enjoy everything. And so that's why I take back saying it's not a true special secret. Because it is a true special secret. His dad is saying, live life to the fullest. Right. So. And I mean, and that's, I mean, that's what his dad's even, in a sense, was saying in the very beginning. 
Like, don't try to, like, get rich. Don't try to make your life grand, in a yeah. sense. Just try to make your life Good. the best it could be. Yeah. yeah. But the, I mean, the best your, it could be. Live your best self. Be your best yes, you. Yes, yes. Yeah. I was say, not the best it could be like, as far as, oh, I have a mansion and all this money. But, I'm like, surprised Oprah hasn't, like, co-signed this movie. <laughs> but just the best you could be as far as, the best it could be as far as, like, enjoy it. Yeah. Do what you, because, I mean, he, is that, like, do what makes you happy. Do what you enjoy. Like, do you enjoy, you know, you enjoy going on walks with your kids? Then just make sure that's something you you do. Yeah. Now, yeah, it was, it was a little, I don't know, it felt like they did kind of throw their own time travel rules out For that at one. the end. And like you said earlier, I only realized that just now. Yeah, because it's like, he couldn't go back to the time before, or he couldn't go back and change. And, and it was like, he couldn't go back, because he goes back before he conceives this third child. That's right. And plays table tennis with his pops. And well, no, he, he, he walks, he, he walks on the beach. With well, certainly, but I mean, well, he goes back to play th- the table tennis, right, and then I, the walk happens. Well, I wonder if it's one of the things well. where it's, uh, it's not necessarily for sure going to change, because obviously he, he corrected things before and had his, got his daughter back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if it's more of the... Because that's why I would think that he, I wonder if it's more of the, it's, it's... You know, it's not like you can't. It's just more thing, things get riskier if you yeah. do right. it. So I would have expected that he would be like, okay, I just go back to the the moments when I had conversations with my dad, and then I have a different conversation with my dad, or we could I could add depth right. to that conversation with my dad. But apparently, but I mean, it could just be more like, do I want to? Yeah, is it just, it's better better be safe than sorry? Yeah. So the movie the, the movie obviously wants you to to see him mature, um, he has to make hard choices, it is, it is, it is weird that they would show that one scene where he goes back, I mean, they wanted to have that cutesy scene, yeah. that's, so I think the director's like, well, I want this cutesy scene, but, damn it, it throws the whole rules out the window. Well, this meant, we'll do a sideline about how it throws everything out the window. Yeah. How it, how it breaks our own rules, but let's just go for it, as long as you don't change anything. Which, I mean... Once again, it's probably just their way of around it. Like, if you don't change anything, yes, you can do this. But the idea is just be safe. See, yeah. now like, I, like don't make don't make bad choices. But it would be surprising that the character, you know, when his son turns first birthday, or when his son turns five, or even when his son graduates college or high school, that he wouldn't be like, "I wish Gramps was here to see you." You know, I'm just gonna teleport back real quick and say. You know, my son made the honor roll and graduated with top Which, honors today. Also, by the way, since he can take people <laughs> to and from, he could go back and grab Gramps and take him to the future. No, because <laughs> he can't. You can't go to the future. If he took him, maybe he could. Yeah, this is not a sci-fi movie. You back yeah. away. From I mean, that. if if or he could take his son back to the past. Before he was born, which which uh, which body would he have? Yeah. He Rem- just hold him. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no, remember when you teleport it, it's only your kind That's true. Yeah. Um but uh yeah, he could maybe take his he could bring his dad maybe to the to so the future. I, but I would teleport back to when I was a baby and I would troll the people so hard. <laughs> teleport back when you were a baby and choke yourself out with the uh, <laughs> Shut uh, up. Shut up. Um, but uh apparently so I was I was looking on Wikipedia and trying to figure out like how well received it was or whatever. Yeah. And apparently a bunch of British critics um, said that there were a bunch of plot holes, but they didn't, it was just like little sentences like, oh, there's so many plot holes. 
There was no elaboration, so I didn't pick up on a ton of potholes. Well, I mean, other, than what we discussed. Uh, other than those two, like, a few yeah. little instances, but, I mean, every time travel movie has... Yeah. But, I mean... But every, critics were like, oh, there's so many plot holes. And I checked IMDb, and there really weren't... They didn't at least highlight what the critics The said. only one... Okay, I, I didn't... Like I said, I just realized about the time travel with the kid thing, but that's really minor. The one that did, while watching it, pulled me out a little bit was, wait... How did his former self teleport into this closet? Yeah. That was the only thing. Like, okay, wait. Every time you teleport back, you have to pull your body into a closet. Right. The, the, that glitch. But I mean, other than those two things, it's not like there's like. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there's movies usually are plot holes where you're like, Hang on, I don't even understand what's happening because there's too many. Like the plot holes are so big where I don't understand how these characters know what they're doing. And anymore. I wonder if it's plot holes that. Only critics would, or, or, or aka internet nerds would like, I watched a movie six times and I realized there's these different many timelines well, that would have occurred. These were like, these would have been like the British equivalent of like the LA Times film critic. The, the ones that they reference in Wikipedia. Mm. Well, I like the movie. I like the soundtrack a lot. Yeah. Yeah. The soundtrack was great. And, um... Do you think Rachel McAdams made this movie to make up for The Time Traveler's Wife? I think so. You know what? I was... Okay, so I was think, <laughs> I was thinking about Time Traveler's Wife because before we... Because started, you, cause you, watch, cause you watch on a weekly basis. Because before we watched this... In fact, if Dave had the power, if he had time travel powers, he'd just go back and relive the days he watched Time Traveler's Wife. I like this movie, obviously, so much that I made sure that Eva has seen it within our first couple years of marriage. So it was enough... I liked it so much that... Which, this one? Or time travelers. This way. one, and so you guys asked me, oh well, you know, which one did you like better? Are you going to try and defend time travelers' life against us? And and I was thinking about that as we were talking, and I think it's a little bit like ice cream versus pizza. I do. I thought you were going to say ice cream versus frozen yogurt. Yeah, me too. No, 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 no. A lot more equivalent. No, it's not equivalent. It, it's like salty versus sweet. Do I like one better? If I want a feel-good movie that is really wonderful and shows love and affection and, and someone triumphing and struggling, but doesn't it's not a tear-jerky, really sad and morose movie, this one's a beautiful movie for okay, love. Yeah. I, I was afraid he was going to say time travel. No, but. this one's beautiful yeah. for love. For love and, and, and getting, you know, so getting which, the girl. Okay, which one's not a tear, tear jerker? This no, one or, or the time-, time traveler's wife, for me, is a much more serious and makes me cry at certain, and, and so I watch it when I'm in more of a, maybe a more introspective, maybe more of a down mood than I'd watch that to, you know, experience, you know, it's like when you're depressed, you listen to sad songs. Yeah. So see, but the problem with Time Traveler's Wife is the uh, it's the incorrect subject because really that movie should have been called The Wife's Time Traveler because <laughs> it was much more about him than it was about her. Yes, absolutely. So anyway, so that is to say, I wouldn't put one above another. I would just say that one is for a different time than another. Yeah, but wouldn't you watch if the, if Time Traveler's Wife is more morose? Is is that what you're saying? Time Traveler's Wife is a bit more. Yeah, a bit more. Um, wouldn't you put on? Aren't you more likely to put this on more often than, I mean, aren't you more, I feel like people are more likely to put on things that make them feel good on a more regular basis than things that make them feel, that are more rose. I feel like I may remember watching Time Traveler's Life more often because it's so much, because what do you remember more? Bad things that happen to you or good things? Sure. 
people tend to remember because your body wants to avoid, your brain wants to avoid bad experiences. You remember bad things much more strongly than good things. Actually, right. nostalgia, nostalgia would uh, disagree with you. Yeah, me. I was going to say, I disagree with that already because I already can't remember that much about the time traveler's wife because I blocked it from my memory. <laughs> your mind tends to remember good things because it wants to block out bad, right? No, no, bad things tend to bring out more better memory than good things. Oh, okay. Well, I think nostalgia says differently, but okay. Yeah. No, we nostalgia is very real. People like the good things that happened in the past. To the point that they uh, forget or cover up, gloss over, I guess I should say, the bad things. Oh, that's, that's probably true. A little bit of survivor bias as well. Yeah. But we certainly remember bad experiences. Sure. Or, or th- right, like watching the time traveler's wife. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, that is to say... My this movie is wonderful. I can't. I can't even think about. By the way, this makes me. This how is the time traveler's wife more of a tearjerker than this? When did you did you feel like crying in this movie? I mean, his dad died. That's pretty sad. But his dad, in a sense, almost doesn't really die. I didn't feel. I don't. I didn't. didn't, Honestly, honestly, I felt more emotion in this one only because of how that dialogue, that last conversation goes. Felt more emotion in this one than in Time Traveler's Wife. Because I'm a machine, I'm able to kind of analyze things. Yeah. And I don't see why you would really cry during the Time Traveler's Wife in comparison to this. Because this, I feel like he goes to two things. Knowing he can never... T- that... I mean, I to me, I, th- I mean, obviously he fixes some of these things. But the fact that first when he loses his daughter... Mm-hmm. That's a that would be a hard thing for any father to deal with. Yeah, but they immediately resolve right. that. Okay, nearly immediately. The fact that he, re- but I mean, I think the stuff that he matures through. The fact that he realizes that he can't change his sister without sacrificing that, so he has to just sit through his sister or through everything. The fact that he has to say goodbye to his dad forever because he's choosing to be go with his wife's plan and have a third kid. Right. Like that's like, a, that's the serious time when he asks his dad for the kiss. That's right. the time. But I'm saying, like, what, what were the times in time travelers? <clears throat> no, it's only that. It's only that one time, and now, now I'm. When time when he dies, when he has to have the conversation with his wife and his daughter. Yeah, when he has to tell so, his daughter he's dying. Yeah. Okay, and that's drastically different than him saying that he can't see his dead dad anymore. Remember, the dad is not the main character in this movie. So your main character is not dying. True. So the main character in the... So... And so the... So uh, it's, it, it's typically more sad if your main character dies than if a side character impacts right. with your main character You're dies. right. Like, when the main character, the boy, in Old Yeller, it's not that sad of a movie because the dog dies, not, right. not the boy. Right. Right? <laughs> is, is the movie about the boy or the dog? It's probably about the boy. It's about the boy's relationship with the dog. I haven't yeah. seen Old Yeller. You've never seen Old Yeller? Wow, that is a surprise. I mean, surprise. I know it's called Old Yeller, but then again, the time traveler's wife is called the time traveler's wife. Yeah, it's about the time traveler, so. Yeah. yeah. I mean. Where the red fern grows? Yeah. What's well, worse, when the red I, fern dies? Look, I, 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 don't, I don't know why, but time traveler's wife does make me more sad than this movie. Okay. I just thought this movie was, I think this movie was, Overall, like, not like either brought me to tears, but I felt more emotion with the character. Maybe it was easier to relate because it was more realistic type of things. I mean, part of that's just also the way they do time travel. But I mean, more like real life things where you can't fix stuff, does this. Um, and then, like, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think at the same time, having your main character have to let go of their dead father is also yeah. very relatable. 
Oh, absolutely. And just move on with life, and just being like... And that's why I said pizza versus ice cream. I like them both, for, for different reasons. I would, I would say it's more like ice cream and frozen yogurt. Because it's more like a sorbet. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, they're not that. I mean, to me, I the, yes, this movie comparing this movie to like, okay, this movie and Live Die Repeat or whatever, that would be like pizza <laughs> ice cream. Yes, they in a sense get to keep going back and changing, you know, or doing different things slightly differently, but they are completely on opposite spectrums of a kind of movie they even All are. Right. Not like maybe it's not that drastic a difference, but again. I, 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 If this movie like had opened with Bill Nighy's death, like Time Traveler's Wife opened with the dude's mom dying, Dave would have been like, all oh, about this it. Now, now we've got um, ice cream versus ice cream. Now, but, again, clearly, you know, it shows where I ranked the two films because I did make sure that Eva watched yeah. this without even, you know, not respective of our having a podcast. This was well over a year ago. I said, you know, I have certain movies that I want her to see. Oh, yeah. I mean, this this, this already on, you know, I sort of have a running list of this season's time travel movies and where I rank them, and this is probably going to be, right now is on the top, and not the top movie, but more near the top. Mm-hmm. Just because... Sure. Dave and I saw this together the first time we saw I it. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's an enjoyable movie, it's beautiful, to me, I mean, I like everything it. fits together very well, like the moral of the story overall fits mm-hmm. together well, the characters feel real, the drama they go through feels real. The music ties everything else just to make it look like mm-hmm. this perfect little British cute film. I liked it so much that I bought it on DVD. But actually, I opened it for the first time when uh, to watch it yesterday. Uh, <laughs> like, I took off the plastic. That, that's opened it for the first time. Like, I took off the plastic wrap. Um, but Melissa had already seen it, I think she said three times um, by the time we watched it last night. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, I mean, I think it's, I think it's great. I would say I've seen it at least, obviously, the time you and I saw it, and the time I watched it with Eva, and I feel like I watched it in between that time, too. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> so. Well, so is this movie about, is this a movie about time travel? We don't, we need Slaz here. Oh, yeah. Um, I would say. I'm still not sure I understand the when he asks that question and he answers it, what his well, parameters are. But yeah, This movie is not a time travel movie in the sense of it is not about time travel like Primer. Or like... Back to the Future. Back to the Future, where the scope of the movie is about time travel. This movie is a drama and a love story between a father and son and between all various characters mm-hmm. and brother sister. It's more about it's more the focus is more about how to live life. Yeah. Yep, it's a and, love it's yeah. And it's saying like even if you could go back in time and change things, don't. Just worry just focus on making every day the best you can. Yeah. I mean that's really what the moral is. It eventually moves away from I mean, time travel slowly gets less and less often as the movie goes on. And sometimes his argument about whether it's a time travel movie, to defend him, is where you are in a time travel device and you show up somewhere. This 
is actually less so a time travel movie because you rec- actually only re-inhabit an earlier body of your own. Yeah, but the device it uses closets and dark rooms. And, your, and yourself. Well, I mean, he had a problem with frequency not being a time travel movie because yeah. really, the, and the lake house, because really you're just talking across the yeah. time. right. Whereas you're not traveling and going somewhere and being someplace new. And in this movie, I think it blurs the line because you really are only inhabiting your own self with, with later memories than you had before. Right. So right. is that a time travel movie? I don't know. Yeah. But, uh. Worth seeing. Yeah. Oh, it's great. It's definitely worth seeing. Uh, the only last question is, if you were him, would you pick Margot Robbie or Rachel McAdams? <laughs> I would pick Rachel McAdams. I'd pick Rachel McAdams. I may, uh, I would have picked a bull. <laughs> I mean, here, if Margot Robbie was, if Margot Robbie was the one who was in the Rachel McAdams position, I'd pick Rachel, uh, Margot Robbie. No, no. I would pick Rachel McAdams with the side order of Margot Robbie. <laughs> that's all I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. That's why, that's why I was really impressed with this guy's, uh, this guy's, uh, moral compass. Dave, Dave was impressed. I was just like, he did what he should have. Yeah. Yeah, and I would have been like, <laughs> this night's gonna be a long night. <laughs> I'm gonna do a lot of things a lot of different ways. Yeah. We already learned that if he was able to have time travel, Dave would be Bill Murray from Round <laughs> I just make sure he Except he he would he would not learn other he would not learn how to play the piano or a musical instrument. He wouldn't do a lot of more reading. <laughs> No. He would watch the Time Traveler's Wife a bunch more and have as much sex with different women as he could. He would have sex with as many different people. He would uh, play video games. He would spend one whole day... Oh, doing... I would be Bill Murray eating everything at the dinner table. I would go to a buffet and I would clear it out. And, and he would like spend one whole day ignoring his whole family playing video games and then go back and be like, okay, I already beat that game now. Now I can live the day that we're supposed to. Are you Bill Murray? Because I've seen you clear out a buffet before. <laughs> yes, they, they, Dave's pictures on all unique buffets are not on people who you're not allowed to bring in there anymore. I've been to Vegas buffets with you, Dave. <laughs> but to be fair, I am uh, completely committed to my wife. So. Yes. Yeah. Unless Margot Robbie shows up, <laughs> and I, and I, or in he could time travel. Yeah. <laughs> all right, then we'll uh, we'll see you guys next week. Yep. Peace. Thank you for listening. Please follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Awesome Podcast. If you enjoy us, please tell a friend and read or review us on iTunes. This has been a Carry Around a production.